If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. Today's chat's been brought to you by International Horse College. We have a mission to improve the welfare of horses throughout the world through the safe education of riders, handlers and trainers and that's what these chats are all about. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Today's guest is Katie Kelly. So Katie's a children's instructor. She specialises in teaching children. She's also a pony trainer and she's a national level show and pony dressage rider and she runs a lot of children's camps. She just does children. How are you today, Katie? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Great, great. Katie, we normally start off with a favourite quote and I know you've got one from your mum but you've also got another one. Would you like to give us both of them? Yeah, no worries. Um, My favourite quote is, the moment you are ready to quit is usually the moment right before success begins. Don't give up. How many times I've wanted to give up and kept going and then, you know, success comes at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very easy to give up and then just go on to the next thing, put a lot of work and effort into it, give up on that, give up on, you know, something else. Just focus on the one thing, yeah. What's the one from your mum, though? Um, Mum always used to say to me, like, um, you wouldn't put your child in a car with a dangerous driver, so don't put them on an uneducated pony. Mm. They need to have schooling, gears, brakes, and miles under their belt, which um, being a small, tiny adult sort of gave me the idea to work with children's ponies and then teach the children to ride the ponies safely. Yes, yes, and I think that's good advice from your mum because I think a lot of parents don't necessarily think along those lines, you know, not... No, I don't think they understand, yeah. Exactly, and I think it's that lack of understanding and I think that, you know, things like horse chance is to educate parents. You know, we're about education, so it's you as a coach educating parents, horse chats educating parents, just to let people know that no matter how much enjoyment we get out of horses, we do have to keep them safe. We do have to have guidelines to work around. Mm. Mm. How did you, because you obviously started off riding ponies, riding pony dressage, but getting into teaching, now you said that, you know, that that's what gave you the idea, but was it something, was it one time your mum said that and gave you the idea once? Did you have this idea of, of um, you know, running children's camp and and having this whole business around kids and ponies. Was that an ongoing thing or was it just a one-off or how did you get started? Um, I, I think I just, I'd ridden ponies for years and that was mm. my love and because I was quite tiny, I sort of just kept riding ponies. Um, and then I went to teach at a pony club for the day um, down in Berry Pony Club where I was from. And um, I talked for the day and a lady came up to me and asked, would I start teaching her son? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I started teaching then. And a couple of years later, he went on to be champion at Sydney Royal. <laughs> and he actually now works with me in the camps 12 Good. years later. Good. So, Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spiraled from there. Yeah. So, so um, you know, for people, obviously it's an advantage to you to be that bit smaller. How tall are you? Ah, uh, about five four, but quite a tiny build. So. Okay, 
Okay, so and ideal. And even the 11-handers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say ideal really for, for ponies, you know, for, for teaching and training yeah, ponies. Yeah, I think there was a need to, yeah, mm-hmm. small adults to help these kids along to make sure that they're safe and educated and then they can go ahead with their riding. Well, I think that happens sometimes, doesn't it? You know, the ponies don't get the education they need and that's why they build up such a reputation as being naughty, you know, and it's only because... Yeah, and really it's just a misunderstanding Mm, half mm, the time. mm, Yeah, mm. so you see these ponies, you know, with bad reputations but they're actually just misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Just need a bit of guidance. Do you take on the ones that need that extra guidance? You obviously do if you're training them. Yeah, I yeah. get sent kids ponies all the time for mm-hmm. what we call boot camp for yep. a couple of weeks yep. and then um, the kids come over and I show them sort of what gears there is and, yeah, and that sort of substrate. What sort of things do you find is a common problem with ponies? Uh, running to gates. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be an ideal one. Yep. Matching reins. Um, just, you know, simple things. But those simple things can turn dangerous. Yes. Um, not with a nasty pony, just, yeah, sort of needs to be refined out. And with a kid that's only little and it's only got a certain amount of strength and it's not developed strength, you know, it's not developed and they don't have the balance and the coordination and, and the depth of seat and the skill like you do. So it can be quite scary yes. to a little kid to have the reins snatched away from them. Absolutely. And then kids don't know what to do and then tears come, and, mm, you mm. know, just, so we just try and smooth that out and then the kids go ahead and leap them down. So. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say yeah. a natural reaction it's, it's, for a kid is to probably snatch yeah. the reins back, which doesn't help the yeah. pony. Yeah, no. yeah, and yeah. Just, yeah, it spirals out of control then and, and we have kids in tears, but so we want to stop all that. Mm, mm. So when they first come to you, the ponies, what sort of process do you get them sent to you possibly that you've not not seen before, the first ride or the first time you trial them, do you go through a process? Do you go through like a bit of a checklist, like how are they on the ground? How are they all three paces on the lunge before you get on them? What's your process of assessing a pony? Um, I always sort of do a bit of handling with them and get to Mm. know them and then I always give them a lunge first Yep. and, you know, get to know what they're like and see if they respond to words and then I do a bit of long reining. Yes. Um, And then I sort of... By day two, I sort of pop on and have a little ride and just, I'm firm but fair. So you never, I'm not too tough on them, but, you know, I will pull them into line mm-hmm. and just keep that consistency, keeping the rules, you know, firm but fair. And that seems to do the trick. Is that much the same process if you got a horse to start off under saddle for the first time? Yeah, I would do exactly the same thing with okay. breakers. So, yep. Yeah, it's the same yep. process. And then the show ponies and the dressage ponies. Do they go through the same process? Are they the same ponies that do shows and dressage or do you have this one will be a dressage horse, this one will be a show horse? I think all ponies can do everything, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, with showing, it depends on their confirmation and their look. Yep. Um, but I train all ponies the same line. They've all trained exactly the same. Um, same way, you want them to be soft and easy to ride and a nice rhythm and just a joy to ride, to be honest. Tell us about something that happened to you when you were younger that might have been a bit scary or might have been a bit funny at the time that you found to be educational. You know, it might have been a particular day, a particular event or an incident or something that happened. Um, I think when I had ridden a couple of quite naughty horses and Mm -hmm. didn't have any skill or gears to control those, so 
yeah, I know what it's like, so I understand what those kids are going through. So that was something I wanted to sort for kids. Was there a particular pony or a particular event that brings to mind? You might have thought it was a bit embarrassing at the time. Probably Phantom taught me most of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried every trick in the book, so he was a wonderful learning tool, that horse. Yep. Um, he was my greatest pony, but he was also my greatest challenge. So he always tried to find a way to get me off. Was he your first pony? Uh, no, I got yep. him when I was 14. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, now your mother's obviously had an influence on you. Anyone else that you'd like to mention? Yeah, I was very lucky to have a um, very horsey mum who mm-hmm. was very, very knowledgeable. Um, Murray Bruce was a big part of my life. Probably yep. I had lessons with him for 10 years. So he was a FEI dressage rider um, and I worked for him for three years. So I also got to watch and I worked off my lessons, um, got to watch him ride. He was very kind and um, quiet approach and I liked his way of teaching and that's the way I wanted to teach. He didn't yell. He explained things clearly. Yeah. Um, Brett Parbury as well was exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their way of teaching and their soft way with the horses. So, yeah. Did you ride their horses for them or you had lessons on your own ponies? Just having lessons on my own and the, to train my pony up through the levels. Because so. mm. oh, I was yeah. just thinking because Maury and Brett, you know, ride some pretty big horses. I can imagine having yeah, a, a tiny little five-foot-four person on them. Yeah. 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 So I was lucky they took me on coming in on my pony, but I, I wanted to train him to FEI. So mm-hmm. everyone said I, that the pony wouldn't do it, but I wanted to prove them wrong. So good. I think um, Phantom showed Australia that ponies could do it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Now, teaching riders, teaching you, your children riders, if you're starting off a beginner, a first-time beginner rider child, what sort of particular exercises or, or things do you do with them during that first lesson? Well, I think first they just get to know the pony to make sure they feel safe. And yep. then when they feel ready, we sort of pop off into a walk and we work on our brakes. Okay. Priority is making sure we can stop that pony. So, And then we work on steering and just taking our time with everything, one thing at a time. Kids can't take 10 things at once. It's got to be one thing at a time to take mm-hmm. that and then the next thing. Yeah, I find that really works and just gaining that trust and feeling safe is priority. Yeah, that's something I was going to say about feeling safe. Do you have kids come in that may have ridden before and they've lost confidence? All the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. So, yeah, I love taking on kids that have lost their confidence. What's brought that lack of confidence on? Usually a fall or a naughty Mm -hmm. pony or, yeah, we sort of have to sort that out. And what sort of exercises do you do then to get them back so that they become more confident again? Um, usually I would work with their pony. Okay. First, if they're, if they're coming with their pony. Um, and the same thing as I do with beginning right, we start way back at basics, start all over again, and just and I walk around with them. Mm-hmm. So only be like, you know, a metre away, and I will stay with them the whole time. Okay. And it quickly comes back, but you just start slowly. What about their first show? What sort of tips and what sort of exercises would you do with them? You know, they've, they've come along, they're, they're going well in their lessons, they seem confident enough in their lessons and they're riding well. But to take a child to their first show, that's a big deal, 
you know, it's like they've got all this anticipation. Very not overwhelming. Just, yeah, <laughs> and they've got all the peer pressure too from the other kids, you know, that are already out there showing. It is overwhelming. How do you get over that? How do you help them through that experience of their first show? I think you sort of give them a checklist, make sure that they're, they're nice and early, have a routine that you're going to do. Um, and wait, give yourself plenty of time to get on early and walk around. Just take it all in. You know, don't rush yourself. That's mm-hmm. priority, I think. If you're rushed, it ends up a disaster. So going in early, I'd take a lot of kids to their first show. Very exciting and very stressful at the same time for the kids, I think. <laughs> yeah. What about preparation? Because I've seen some photos of your ponies and they're beautiful. Very well presented. Oh, thank you. Yeah. They look lovely. What do you do? to get your ponies looking well, looking the best? Well, I think it's feeding right mm-hmm. um, and regular work and care, like brushing and rugging and, you know, washing them and keeping them trimmed up. So it's all a process. So, um, yeah, and checking their weight all the time and stuff okay. like that. So that's to get yep. them in, into good condition you know, prior to the show day or the day before the show. What about the day before and then the day of the show? Yep. So we'd trim them up and wash them and clip them all the day before Mm -hmm. and then I would get there probably an hour hour and a half before the classes and start with makeup and grooming and just every small detail. The smallest thing can make the biggest difference, Okay, I think. Um, Not a hair out of place. Yeah, yeah. And, And... for a pony, say, and you're going to plait up, how many plaits do you put in in the mane? Uh, it depends on it depends on the horse's neck. So mm-hmm. what suits their their neck? So every horse is different. So um, one with a skinnier neck, you might have sort of wider plaits and bigger plaits. So you'd have more, and maybe one with a bigger neck, you'd have smaller plaits. It um, gives a bit of a range of numbers. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the horse. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, it can change. It's hard to say. So if you look at some very old English books, they'll say yep. you've got to have seven plats. That seems a bit too few plats. They look a bit big and chunky. What, how many would you say is a range? Um, probably, like on my mare, we'd have about 14 yep. on her. Mm-hmm. Yep, so and you don't worry about odd numbers? Neck. Yep, odd numbers, even numbers, so 14. No, I never yep. have, but some people do. <laughs> All right. And then the makeup, what sort of makeup? What are, what are you using where? Um, so for white socks, mm-hmm. you would say the day before you would clip out the white socks right up to the line yep. and then I'd use Champion's White Cover Cream. So I would get like a toothbrush mm-hmm. and I would paint that on. Yep. And then if you've got black legs, you'd use some black chalk and baby oil and then you'd blend that down. And same with the face and then a bit of gloss over the eyes. Okay, good. And, yeah, Yeah, shine spray over the body. Well, I think that's going to help people, you know, if they look at the photos and look at your website and say, wow, these ponies are beautiful, you know. And good feeding and exercise. Absolutely. That's like the core, isn't it? You know, if you haven't got the good feeding and the good exercise, you're not going to, no matter what you do the day before or the day of, it's not going to work. Exactly. It's mm. like weeks and months of preparation to have yep. them looking that good. Yep. Yeah. If you're an equestrian coach or a horse riding instructor, or even if you aspire to be one, have a look at the free video series for horse riding instructors on the Horse Chats website. Go there now. Have a look. Horsechats.com.
Just going back, and there's one thing that I didn't ask about training the ponies, handling. You know, what do you find are problems or how can ponies be a bit better to be handled? Um, I think you've just got to watch with the ponies being so pushy. So mm-hmm. they, they get a little bit pushy with the kids. So yep. I think you need an adult to step in and here and there to just make sure they're not running over the top of the kids. Um, and never let them eat grass. Oh, yeah, that, they love that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not such a big problem, though, with the handling, is it? Because usually the adults can step in, whereas the adults can't necessarily step in when there's a problem riding the ponies? Yeah, I think it's a bit easier on the um, when you're handling them to uh-huh. when you're riding them. Yep. Yeah, yep. to pull them yep. back into line. Okay. What do you think makes you the most proudest? Proudest? Probably seeing my kids, um, you know, have their first canter, go to their first show or, like, get more confident. I think that's the greatest, um, proudest moment. Yeah. Of any riding instructor, I think. So I think that beats all my competition, everything. Yeah, sort of living yeah, living your moments through through them because they're, you know, yeah, sort of been that now. team effort. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. It's so exciting to see their little faces that like, get so excited. Um, yeah. I think that's everything. And you've told us yeah, about, you know, the like someone that you um, – started to teach and now they're sort of helping you with the pony camps and everything is that like typical is that like do they go on do you have any give up or do you have people go on and and do well at shows you know if you've got another student that you'd like to mention yeah I've had lots of students sort of come through from beginners I've taken quite a lot of beginners through to uh, royal champions and that which I just love that's good isn't it Mm. um yeah, I had one this year I took from a beginner child yep. um, and she won the national. So that was like definitely another proud moment. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, there's nothing better than seeing that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Who have you got now, you know, looking forward to, uh, I'm thinking of, of what you're looking forward to. Have you got students coming up and shows coming up that you're preparing them for? Yeah, we've got the EA National Championships, which is down in Werribee, so mm-hmm. in Victoria in end of November. So I've got quite a few students or ponies I've trained going down. So, yeah, that's a big aim at the moment. And also locally within we've got zone jamborees for the pony club. So I teach lots of different levels of riders. Um, all, all kids in all moments are just as special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so lots coming up at the moment. All right. Look, sounds good. We'll have to um, get you back again, Katie, and find out a little bit more about what you're doing. But also I think, you know, because you are tiny, as you say it, yeah. it really is a unique niche in the market that you're able to be light and able to teach these kids, able to keep going with the ponies, able to jump on a pony when it needs a little bit of extra training. You know, I think that's something special that you're able to do. Yeah, I, and I think all the ponies need that. Yeah, definitely. Mm, mm. And the ponies, I think they get confused. They think they've got a child on sometimes. So <laughs> that's probably mind. an idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm, mm. What about summing up your philosophy of sort of training and riding ponies? You know, what would you say if you're just going to sum it all up into what you do and what you think about the whole training and riding and and caring for horses? Um, I think just work hard, listen, mm-hmm. um, you know, listen to everyone. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, and just practice. Practice makes perfect. Yes, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Katie, if people have got a pony, if they want to contact you or if they've got kids that would love to learn and you're teaching them not just learning about riding but you're teaching them about how to show, how to ride a dressage test, how to get out there and compete, you're teaching a lot more than just beginners. You're sort of taking them right through to, to Royal Show Standard and that, that's a big deal and that's a long pathway but you're able to keep an eye on them and just keep progressing them through all the way which is quite special. Yeah, lots of fun. Yeah, if people would like to contact you, Katie, they can go to horsechats.com slash Katie Kelly or just go to horsechats.com, search for Katie or search for Kelly. But what are your contact numbers just in case they'd like to contact you direct? Uh, my mobile. Yep. Okay. 0406-774-820. Yep. What about email? Yep. Email is katie at kkequestrian.com at gmail.com. Perfect. All right. Do you have a, a Facebook page, Katie? I do. Yep. KK Equestrian? Yep. No worries at all. We'll find that and get the link and put it through to your page on Horse Chat. So horsechats.com slash Katie Kelly. Katie, love to have you back again. Love to get you to talk a little bit more in some more depth about some of the areas that you're specialising in with the ponies and um, looking forward to hearing some more updates on how your students are progressing. So thanks for chatting to us today. Yeah, thanks for your time and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you very much. Bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses, or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below 